Rabbi Sai, good morning. A good Nair of Shabbos Kaidish. Erev Shabbos Kaidish. Parashas Chayusara. Tavshin Pei Beis. I want to apologize. Last night I wasn't able to give a Zoom schmooze. I've been basically run down from good things from Baruch Hashem, a week full of simchas, of Shevard Brachas for a granddaughter. And we had a chasna, and we made Shevard Brachas for a student of the Rebetzin. And uh, with the change of the weather, so I've been run down, <clears throat> but I did feel I want to try to give out the Dvar Torah, the Kavit Shabbos, the podcast, Parshas Chayasara. And uh, we've spoken in previous years about what we can get Chizik from Parshas Chayasara and how we can bring it into our lives. And this week we had the Ischus to go to the Akamas Matseva of. The great Godel from America, Reb David Feinstein, Zechatanik Lavracha. I was Zechat to see his son, my old Chavrusa, Reb Beryl, who's now the Rosh Hashiva and Teres Yerushalayim, took over his for his father, and we hadn't seen each other in many, many years. And um, it was a big schuss to be able to be there and to hear different speakers speak about the greatness of Reb David. And maybe we'll mention one or two thoughts about Reb David as well. And at the same time, also, when it comes this time of the year, Parshas Chayasara, we here in Harnov, in our recent history, we had the horrific tragedy of the Kedoshim of Harnov that were killed, Apikidosh Hashem, in Shul, seven years ago. And the, the Yartzai comes out on Sunday on Chafei Cheshvin. And every year we remind ourselves of those great people Great Sadiqim, all who died up Pekidosh Hashem. And the words that we say today should be as chus, li'ilay nishmasam agadoylim, and for the neshama, rabdavid zeichatzalik levrocha. As we've properly, as we've said in the past, that this parish is really the, uh, the template for a Jewish person to be able to draw inspiration as we see the way the Torah tells us how we're supposed to live our lives. The beginning of the parsha starts out with the tragic death of Sari Menu. It has the story of Avinu giving a hespid and the bechi and the buying of the Marasamachpela and the burial of Sari Menu. Pretty, pretty uh, difficult and tragic events, even though she lived 127 years and all of them are Kubim Shav and Latoiva, but at the end of the day, it was a tremendous loss for Avram Avinu and for Klal Yisrael. And, um, and at the same time, the, the, the second half of the parish deals with Eliezer, the servant of Avram Avinu, going on the shlichas of Avram Avinu in order to find a wife from Avram Avinu's family. He makes, a, makes him make a shvot that he's not going to take from the people from Canaan. The Mepharshim all speak about what was bad about Canaan. The, the famous Rosh Haran says that even though uh, Melavan was from the Ovdei Avodah but it seems that the Midos of that house, which came from Besuel, that came from Haran, that came from the family of Abner, the Midos were Midos Tevis. And even though the Deos, they were Ovdei Avodah but Deos is something which a person can change. While Midos is something which comes in the in the DNA, and Canaan, who comes from Cham, his midas and the children of Canaan, 
they were their their midas abidas rose from Ishkhasas, and therefore Abnavina did not want to take a son from there. In the end of the day, we know the famous story of him going and finding Rivka, and we'll speak a little bit about this more in detail. But we just want to point out that really this parsha is really bookends. And the, the, the topic is bookends, the bookends of life. Times of tragedy and times of simcha. And this is what a person has to know, that we're going to go through difficult times. And even though we go through difficult times, but a person should know that a person should look forward to the simchas, to the good things that are going to come up. And uh, and Sarah Emanu's life, if we take a look at her own life, I saw brought down that Sarah Emanu, the first 100 years of her life or 90 years of her life seemed to be very, very difficult. She didn't have children. Uh, even when she brought in Hagar, that was also difficult. She couldn't have a child. But the last 27 years of her life, they were filled with the, 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 or the last 37 years of her life, they would deal, they would they were filled with a lot of bracha, and she was able to see Yitzchak grow. So, uh, and she knew she had avtacha that from Yitzchak Yikarlo Chazera, from Yitzchak is going to come out the great dynasty of Klal Yisrael. So, this is really an important lesson for every yid that sometimes when we have difficult things in life, we should recognize that Kodesh Baruch Hu has a lot of a lot of brachas. And we don't understand fully the cheshbonus of things, but we have to have the complete amuna and faith, and we have to strive forward and move forward. I saw it brought down from the Chidor. The Chidor says that in the beginning of the parasha, so he says, just an interesting Rashi Tevis and Seif Tevis, says that the Seifi Tevis of these particular words are the... It's the Shem Havaya. And the Shem Havaya is giving a testimony that that um, that the, the Shekhinah was Dovka in Sora Imenu. The Shekhinah was Shori Besoycha. It's a, the 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 Saifi Tevis of Havaya. And the Rashi Tevis or the Indian of Mashuach, which represents the Indian of Mashiach, because from Sari Menu will come out Melech HaMashiach. Sari Menu, she is the suppository, the repository of the Shekhinah, and from her will come out what the Shekhinah really wants, which is Mashiach Tzidkenu. And the Chidor brings down the Shem Darizal that Sari Menu was, was the Tikkun of Chava. Chava brought the Kilkul into the world with the Chet, and Sarimenu is Mesakin. And I, he doesn't explain fully why, but it just could be that we know that Chava was called Chava. Why? Because she's Eim Cholchai. Her purpose was to be the mother of the entire universe, of the entire world, of all of everyone that came out from Chava. But the but she she did a sin, a tremendous sin. And Sarah, we know she changes her name from Sarai. Her name is changed from Sarai to Sarah, because until that point, she was just a Sar on herself. But afterwards, she became a Sarah, and just like by Avraham, he became not just Avram, but he became Avraham, the Av of all of the Umas Ha'olam, Sarah, he may not also becomes the Ima of all the Umas. So Sarah, he is the is the Tikkun, the Tikkun. 
And what do we what do we know about Tikkun? So if we take a look at the parasha, we see who Rivka is. We can also understand what the Tikkun is. Uh, and I saw it brought down that really, you know, when we take a look at this parish, we take a look at a young girl who's three years old. Eliezer goes to find this girl, finds her by the by the well, and uh, she ends up taking the Asara Gemalim, and she she literally she gives wood to all the Asara Gemalim. It's really something which is beyond the Teva. It's beyond nature. And and what can we learn from this? What are we supposed to be like this? You're supposed to be this young girl who's got superhuman strength, not superhuman strength. It was a, definitely a siyata deshmaya. Sir Shimshin writes in the Sefer Tavares Yenison, which he wrote while he was alive, that we know the others, Maisa others similar banim, from the others we're supposed to learn out a simon to the banim, but there's a difference between the others and the banim, and he gives a mashal. The mashal is. When we speak about, let's say, there are different kochas in the world. For instance, let's take the power of ash, the power of fire. We know it's all different types of forms of fire. And uh, if we take a look at, at fire in its pure form, it's really made up of all of the four this. It has ruach, it has afar, it even has mayim in it, because everything is made up of the four this. So the ash which we have today in different forms, is not necessarily the fullness of Eish. The Yesaid of Eish, the side of Eish, is something which is beyond. It's the source of Eish. Take a look today. Unfortunately, we're worried about nuclear weapons. We see what fire can cause. Tremendous, tremendous destructive forces in the world. If a person gets too close to the sun, he can literally get burnt completely, completely. Eish is a tremendous kayach. But the true Aish is an Aish which is unadulterated. It is completely, completely the aside of Aish. The others, Hain Hain Hamarkov, the others, they're the ones that bring the Yesidus into the world. And the children, the Banim, they are, they are modeling themselves afterwards, but they're not exactly the same power. And therefore, when we take a look at the, at the, the godless of the Chesed of Avraham, what he did when he was in the bris mila and he runs after uh, guests in order to bring them into his tent. Or we look at this week's parasha and we see Rivka Imenu. She does a tremendous feats of running. I even saw brought down B'Shem the stipler that when she was when she was giving the water to drink, she didn't just take the water and put it directly into the mouth. She was running so quickly to do it. She took it and she had this power. She could literally throw the water from her her, her whatever bucket that she had, and she threw it into the mouths of the gamalim, and then she ran back, or she drew, threw it into the trough that the gamalim should be able to drink from it. So she she was like throwing it and running back like she didn't want to waste a second. Tremendous <laughs> So the pshat is that the Rivka was the source of chesed, the source of chesed. And we find on the, the, the opposite side of the coin, we find that there are people like Lavan, Lovin is called Lovin Arami, or Lovin the Ramai. Who later on we see how he tries to trick, how he try, how he tricks um, Yaakov Avinu, and even in this week's parasha we see that Rashi brings down how Lovin and his father Basul tried to knock off Eliezer. Lovin is the source of Ramos. Asaph, how is it possible that Asaph could come along and trick his father Yitzchak, fool him? The answer is Esav is the source of Ramos. 
the source of Ramos, it's something which is a kayach. It's a kayach, almost a kayach elyon. It's a kayach that was given, and therefore you needed the kayach of Yaakov Avinu, which was Titan Emes Yaakov, in order to, be able to combat the Ramos, the Sheker of, of, um, of Lavan. And this is what we can learn from these parishes. We're not necessarily going to be like Rifke Meinu. But what we can see is that there's a source of chesed in the world. And the source of chesed, what we should draw inspiration from. I heard that Reb David Feinstein, one of the, one of the, the, the Maspin, Reb Yochan Redensky, my good friend, is a nephew from Reb David. He said over that he heard from Reb David himself. Reb David said after his father, Reb Moshe was Nifter. He said, the godless of my father in Torah, that's not something that anyone can duplicate. He was a tremendous, tremendous kayach. But this, but in, in the area of Chesed, in the area of Chesed, uh, Rav Moshe taught us what it is to do Chesed. That's something I can try my utmost to try to model myself, and that every single Yid could try to model himself in order to do Chesed. And uh, Rav David himself was 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 a role model in this area. I saw brought down a Misa that he, um, you know, Rav David, a lot of things that he did that uh, he would care about other people. And um, and it, he, he learned from his father what it is to do chesed. So the, the, um, he, he, was, um, he said over that, that his father used, was a malamid. And I used to see Reb David when I would go to the yeshiva, how Reb David would sit in his corner in his, in, in his office, how he would speak to the little children. This he learned from his father. Tremendous, tremendous chasadim. I said over that there was a yid that lived in Lower East Side who had, he didn't have a, he was a homeless kind of person, and Reb David befriended him. And it seems when this person turned, I think, sixty or seventy years old, Reb David took him out to a fancy restaurant, and they asked Reb David afterwards. You know, Reb David never went to fancy; he never went to restaurants. He would sit across the street in the pizza store in the morning and get a cup of coffee and he'd get a slice of pizza. That was a special, also a special Indian. But he wouldn't go to fancy restaurants. He said this person needed a, needed a chashvi restaurant. That's what the that's what the parish is telling us, and these are lessons that we all can learn. Reb David said we cannot necessarily be like Reb Chaim Kanievsky in the Hasmada, but when we see what Reb Chaim Kanievsky does, that he gives him his time and he he takes care of Klal Yisrael, the Prat and the Klal. Those are the things that we can learn. So these are the lessons that we should learn from the parasha. In the end of the parasha, we bring out the Pasuk that Yitzchak brings Rivka to the tent. And he marries her and he loves her and there's a comfort that he has. And Rashi brings down the famous Rashi that when he brought Rivka into the tent, he saw the dogma of Sarah, Imenu, his mother. Because as long as Sarah was around, there was a near Dolok. The light was lit from Erev Shabbos to Erev Shabbos. And this replicated itself when Rivka came. Well, as long as Sarah was around, the bracha was Matsuya in the Isa. The bracha was found in the dough. And this was also found when Rivka came back. And there was a cloud that hovered over the oil, hovered over the tent. And as when Sarah passed away, all those different, all those different aspects were lost. But when Rivka came, everything was brought back. So I brought down in the Sefer from a very Chashva Yid. He just says an interesting analysis of these three areas, which we could probably learn from. We could glean some aspects of our own lives. 
And he explains that the Indian of the of the Ner Dalek was a, a message that the house should be a house which is a Tyridic house, a house that was filled with light of the Torah. The Ner is the is the is the light of the Torah. So a person should make sure that the light of the Torah, and this is really also part of the, the great Imahos, that they make sure that the, the house is a Torah house. The house is a house which is, follows in the precepts of the Torah Dosha. The dough that represents, on one hand, the Gashmias. It represents that the dough, you know, dough in many, many forms. But if a person understands that I can take the Gashmias and turn it into Ruchnias, so the Isa of Sarah and from Rivka, was a ruchnius de kahashba, that the gashmius themselves should be a gashmius which is filled with ruchnius. And this is a tremendous lesson. I said, I said over that in Rav Yashiv's house, they never used to say when a person would come in, come eat something. They would say, kum macha come make a bracha. I heard that also when I would come to Rav Benish, Finkel's at Sal's house, Benish would say, macha bracha. This was a lashon that was used by Gedolim. The Indian was to take the gashmius and turn it into ruchnius. This was the second second aspect. And then there's the Indian, the Anan, the Anan Akash oil. that's the Pshat, that represents the entire family concept, that the family should be filled with the Anani HaKovet, with the Kedushadik. The Mishpachadik should be filled with Kedushadik. They know that the family is the most important thing and how much, uh, how much effort we have to put in to making sure that the family is together. By the Feinstein family, they're very, very makbid. They would make sure, the famous Maisha would say over, that Rav Moshe once told Rav Michal Shurkin, who I took this week, he was one of the speakers at the HaKamas Matzevim, and I took him, and he always said over that Rav Moshe Zetzal once told him that there was a certain relative that came to America from Eretz Yisrael, was raising money for yeshiva in the days when there weren't any cell phones. And by the Feinsteins, there was a bar mitzvah. I think it was by my Rebbe, Rebbe maybe by his son. And Rebbe Moshe wanted that this relative should come. So he tried to find out where he is. And he wasn't in New York anymore. And then he found that he was traveling. In those days, a person would travel, go to someone's house. He didn't know how to find him. Rebbe Moshe said, you have to find him. And he tried to track him down one day. And the next day, Rebbe Moshe kept on asking him, did you find him? Find him. Finally, he called there to Israel, and he found out that he was staying in someone's house in the Midwest. And he called the house, and he spoke with him. And the person said, you know, I'm on my way to Los Angeles now. He says, no, the Rashiva said, you have to come for the Bar Mitzvah, and they'll pay for the expenses. And that's what happened. person came. And the reason was because the Mishpacha. The Mishpacha is also an aspect. That's the Anon Kosher Ala Oyo. Rabbi Zai, we're holding Parshish Chayusara, holding by the yard sites of great people and great Kedoshim. And we know that Klai Yisrael, as we're getting into the month of Cheshvan, we're finishing the month of Cheshvan, we're going to have this week's parasha, we're going to also lay, we're also going to bench Chodesh of Kislev, the month of Nisim, our houses, our homes, should be filled with all the attributes of Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, and Leah, wishing everyone a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com If you could sponsor any of our activities it'd be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people go on the website and show your support thank you very much for joining us